When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk everything Star Wars. My name is Colin, and today I'm going to be joined by my friend and co-worker, um, Matt Boltice. Say hi. Hello. My name is Matt. How you doing? Uh, unfortunately, uh, um, Liz cannot make it uh, today, but she will be back for the next one. Um, before we start, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that has joined our Patreon, and Thank you again for uh, for sending us emails, for for sending us messages, and just uh, uh, telling us of what you think about all the um, upcoming Star Wars stuff and 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 what you want us to talk about and 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 we love hearing your stories. So please keep sending us messages because um, we love hearing from you guys, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So, uh, with that being said, let's uh, let's dive into it. Um, so, they dropped um, a bunch of the new toys that's coming out on October 4th, Force Friday, um, Triple Force Friday, uh, and we, we met some new characters. Um, there is one which caught my eye, and his name is Babu Frick. Babu Frick, yeah. Babu Frick. He's a droid builder, which will be featured in the Black Series Gold C-3PO yeah. um, collection series. Um, there's not much that we learn or know about yeah. uh, Babu Frick, uh, other than the fact that he's a droid builder and um, that is uh, will be a uh, partner of C-3PO and yeah. more than likely with the entire group he'll show up. Well, I think that, um, that he will end up be, um, because of in that special look – um, uh, from D23, we see C-3PO kind of getting risen, and then he's got the red eyes. I, yep. th- I think Babu Frick has something to do with that. I bet he probably opened up that back panel and just did something in or did, did something. something. I think that he's going to have like a big like a big part of that, and uh, and his He's a very small character. He's he's small. He's smaller than BBA. He's smaller. He's smaller than than Dio. So I'm kind of curious of what part he's got he's like a, a, blast, a visor. blast visor shield on yeah. his face. So obviously he yeah. is probably working with welding materials and he's probably from his occupation being a, a droid builder, but yeah. um, being with C-3PO um, as we know, specifically probably with uh, BBA and maybe R2D2 as well, we probably will see him playing some sort of role yeah. I mean, obviously, really? maybe with the red eyes with C-3PO, but also in the same roles that Dio would might have with Ray or something like that. Yeah. He's probably just going to be another companion to add to the group. Well, the other thing that, that was shot recently is that um, that there's a um, – I'm not sure if it's confirmed or not, but apparently 
BBA actually built Dio. So I heard that from a couple of sources. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but if that is true, that's kind of interesting. We do never really know where most of these droids pop up. So maybe no. the droids are just building each other. Yeah. Unless uh, we see with Babu Frick. Yeah, as uh, uh, as 3PO says in Attack of the Clones, shut me down. Machines making machines. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, so... So there's another character that was uh, that was also revealed, and his name is uh, you talking about Bolio? Yes. Yeah, Bolio was uh, featured in the new uh, Lego Millennium Falcon series from yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, when you when you open up the interior of the Millennium Falcon, yeah. you'll see uh, Bolio. Yeah. Pop up, and with that, we don't know anything other than his name and what he right. looks like. He, um, uh, he is green. He's got these horns. Uh, he, he kind of looks like the off species of season ten. He was one of the Jedi masters. Um, back in the day, of the Clone Wars, he was the orange guy with like the horns. Yeah, with the horns coming out of his yeah. chin. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So he, um, from that, um, f- f- um, from what we saw of him, he kind of, he kind of looks like the off species of that. I'm kind of curious of who they cast to play him. I'm excited to see what his role is yeah. specifically within the saga because uh, they are always introducing new characters yeah. from this from the new trilogy, and this one appears to be a member of the crew of crew the in the Falcon, Falcon with yeah. Chewbacca and Lando Calrissian. Yeah, and C-3PO. Um, He's just one of them. And I'm he like, maybe. well, I I mean, he like might be maybe some leftover crew from. From Hondo and Naka because and because in Galaxy's Edge, uh, uh, that whole park, I mean, like that whole section um, over Hollywood Studios, that um, that timeline of 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 Galaxy's Edge takes place right before the Rise of Skywalker. So so in the ride, um, which actually you and I are going to to Galaxy's Edge in October. Yes, we are. I'm so, super excited. Yeah, I'm for that. super excited for that. We're going to be doing a lot of, of coverage involving yes. that trip. You'll yeah. definitely be hearing about that. Oh my gosh. So another theory that I might have about who Bolio is is that uh, I don't know if you remember from uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens when they find Chewbacca and Han on that uh, trading vessel. Oh yeah. And then they what are they what character what uh, creatures that they have on board um, that ship? They had the Rathars. Yeah, they had Rathars, and then I remember specifically Ray asked where the rest of the crew was. Oh yeah, okay. And okay. then uh, Han Solo said that the Rathars probably had eaten them. Yeah. But another there option that, more, that yeah. he, maybe he was formerly a part of that crew okay. or had some dealings with Han uh, or Chewie, or he's just a completely different, separate member from like Cloud City with maybe Lando oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I mean, or maybe he is just a. Um, Part of the resistance, and then just the hired hand. Yeah, yeah. and then they're like, "Hey, we, we need more people." Yeah, there are definitely endless yeah. possibilities as who Polio yeah. is, but we will find out yeah. in the next film. I'm hoping that I mean because of if maybe he's left over crew from from Hondo Onaka because of Hondo has a big part in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, he's, so yeah. I'm I'm hoping a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's probably not going to happen." But I'm just like, if Hondo makes like some type of appearance. Where like he's like dropping off the Falcon to him because he has a Falcon over Galaxy's yep. Edge, and then it would be really cool to to see him come down the ramp with with maybe um, this new character and be like, hey, I'm I'm leaving here with you guys. Um, he he can probably help you out a lot. All right, peace. And then he goes. We really don't know how involved Olio yeah. is in the in the whole next movie yeah. because he could be just 
dropping it off. He yeah. could be in the entire movie. We have right. no idea. And uh, and that's the thing about these toys about Lego sets and everything is that is that these are just things that they lay out and then it just builds up the theories of like, Oh, what's going on? Like, who are these guys? Like, is there any importance because of, um, because of there's been a couple of Star Wars sets that, I mean, that have come out on past force Fridays where people are like, Oh, this, this guy's going to have like, a I feel like Lucas Mills fun actually like, like just read the comments and be like, Ooh, that's a good idea. Maybe yeah. we can use that for one of our <laughs> next movies and be yeah. like, you're stealing our ideas and not giving us credit. I'm right. But honestly, there's so many different ways that um, fans in different groups can imagine how different characters and toys. I mean, you see, you see like a picture from the poster of the yeah. new Rise of Skywalker, and there's like a million different theories that you could stem off of just a one picture. And every time they release new footage, or they release a new picture, or they release a new toy, there is just a million more options and theories that uh, fans will come up with. So. Uh, when the, with the release of Babu Frick and Bolio and other toys that we're going to discuss, there are just so many different options, and it's super cool to see all the different fans' databases and right. how they all think about what these toys could be. And then you watch the movie itself, and you're like, "Oh, we were so wrong! Right. Oh, we were so right!" Yeah. Uh, another toy that we uh, were discussing would be uh, Black Series. Is oh, the yeah. ATST, mm-hmm. which is featured in the new upcoming TV series on Disney Plus, The yeah. Mandalorian, yeah. which you're pretty excited about. Right? I am so excited for it. I, 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 I think the number one thing I want from Force Friday is probably the Black Series figure of The Mandalorian himself. I want that because they're so cool. It's so detailed. Are you talking about the the, the six inch one? Yeah, or, yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah, Black Series just does an amazing job with all of their action figures and their oh, toys dear. and just anything they do in general whether it be a die cast model of a ship or mm-hmm. an individual action figure they just put so much detail in orientation right of of the character yeah. or whatever they're doing a model of and they just do it so well whether it be like a nick on their on the barrel of their gun or like a patch on their jacket yeah. or in some cases it's so a, cool. a face tattoo of a specific character yeah um there is a um there's the character from the Mandalorian um her name is Cardoon and if you look on I believe it's her left cheek or um, uh is right under her left cheek yeah. yep um, there is a small tattoo, and it's the symbol from the Rebel Alliance. So, and you can see that it is evident yeah. in the new uh, upcoming release of Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, it's just right there. And I've never seen that before. Like, yeah, it, it, it um, in that trailer for the Mandalorian, you really don't see it. So, so that kind of caught me off guard because of it's so small. It kind of looks like a, um, it, it just kind of like a little, like a little beauty mark, like yeah, a mole, maybe yeah. a mole on the top yeah, of her face. Yeah. And then she brought it up in an interview, yeah. saying that she was very impressed that Funk, Funko Pop had actually included her face tattoo. And we right. went, "There's a face tattoo." Yeah. So and then we went back and we looked at it, and we're like, "There's a face tattoo." Right. Um, and she is a former shock trooper. Um, when the empire was going on so so she like dropped out of that so i'm i'm, I'm kind of curious of like did she join the rebels in the end or? i think it's kind of like a same story with uh fn 287 or finn where uh he <laughs> yeah. kind of it was part of the first order yeah. and he dropped out and joined yeah. the rebellion it's the same kind of story with cara dune where she was a sock trooper yeah. and then she just dropped out of the empire to yeah. join the mandalorian and kind of go on this escapade right but I don't think it's 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 gonna be like fully out like Finn's story where like he, he, he yeah well, hers is gonna be much more yeah, 
more dark. Mm-hmm. A because lot more she dark. is a bounty hunter after all, and yeah. not a member of the rebellion. Yeah, so I'm. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm, I'm very interested. I'm. Uh, I mean, so and she is a shock trooper, whereas Finn was sanitation. So true. One of them is going to be way more cooler and yeah. darker than the other, and we obviously know that's going to be Kara. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah, and. Speaking of uh, The Mandalorian, we wanted to discuss a little bit about the director of the new Mandalorian series. Her name is Deborah Chow. Uh, this is actually for the Kenobi series. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. I apologize. No, you're good. Mandalorian. No, you're good. But uh, moving on to the, to yeah. the Kenobi, uh, we, they released that Deborah Chow is going to be the new director. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So I did a little bit of – a little tiny bit of research yeah. on to what Deborah has done before. So – so the cool thing is, um, and, and it's kind of interesting to me is in Matt points out is that she, she, um, her like past projects that she, she's done, she's only done like one or two episodes for like a couple of series, like for the, um, for the man of the high castle, better call Saul, Jessica Jones, um, fear the walking dead. She like only did like maybe one or two episodes for, for these series, but she's done so much. So it's very interesting. Oh, she did iron fist too. She did an episode of that. Oh yeah. She's been all over Disney and Marvel. And I actually do see here that she does direct two episodes of the Mandalorian yeah. episodes one and, or I mean episodes three and episode seven. Yeah. So whereas she's not like a, like a set director for any given series or yeah. a TV show or movie, she gets around in yeah. terms of, her career, like even yeah. Mr. Robot. I don't know if you've ever watched that series with, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I know. I know. With Robbie Malik. I mean, yeah. I love that series and the fact that she did an episode of that. And I was like, well, that's yeah. really cool. And now she is directing the Kenobi series. No, I, I mean, no, I'm kind of curious. I mean, because of, she's never fully out. Um, um, she's never fully out did like, like a whole season. Right. So it's going to be interesting. If, She's going to stick around. Right. Actually like let her things develop. Right. Because of, I'm kind of curious if they'll end up doing something like what, what, what they're doing with the Mandalorian where John Favreau did a couple episodes. Um, Talis Bryce Howard did, um, did an episode. Dave Filoni did one. So it's, is it going to happen where it's just her doing it or are our guest directors going to come on and do a couple episodes as well? And I don't know, like like if you see here on her IMDb page, yeah. it does say that she does two episodes of The Mandalorian, which makes me think that maybe the director of The Mandalorian um, like also does the same kind of thing that yeah. David Chow does. Because the, uh, the creator, which is John Favreau, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that he has a lot to do with uh, the directing, but he's not the set director. Right, and right. There's, there's yep, no correct. specific things to that, which makes me think that like there is a lot of that going on. Uh, inside of the the Star Wars universe, where directors will kind of guess, kind of guest star on right. different series, so series is okay, whatever. <laughs> so like the like yeah, so maybe like J.J. Abrams will step in and do like an episode <laughs> of oh, well, the Mandalorian or something like that. I don't yeah, know. for um for maybe season two, which the um which which most people have known for a while that um that 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 they've already been working on season two of the Mandalorian. Um, but John Favreau and Dave Filoni, uh, were talking about season two of the Mandalorian during the triple force Friday, uh, live thing that they had going on on Thursday. So when they broke down all the toys and stuff, so I'm getting very pumped for it. They're hyping it up. Um, there's, there was a lot that was dropped this week, um, including, um, something that, uh, I'm excited about. 
which is that Kevin Feige is doing a Star Wars movie. It's 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 confirmed that Feige is doing a Star Wars movie, and and there's so many possibilities because of he. Um, for those who don't know, um, Kevin Feige is uh, is the president of uh, um, of Marvel Studios, so he. He really helped shape the MCU to what we love today. So all the way from you know Iron Man, all the way to Endgame, like that's what he did. Like he helped shape that. So so applying him to Star Wars is going to be very interesting. I think that um, I mean obviously what we saw with the MCU is that he what his main goal is is to take multiple different films over a span of a decade and bring them and together bring them together to make one giant story. So and I really am excited because in, in a lot of cases Star Wars has a very extended universe and there's yeah. many different series, books, uh, TV series that have all been made around Star Wars. And then Kevin Feige is going to come in and he's just going to like put it all together like a giant ball of Play-Doh with different colors and he's just going to like make a rainbow. <laughs> but uh I'm really excited to see how he incorporates his ideas as well as the ideas that have already been made in the Star Wars universe and then put them together to right. make one movie. Because, I mean, probably, he probably might have more than one shot at a movie, but for now, yeah. just one. <laughs> right. And, uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, there are so many possibilities of it. But for those who are on our Patreon, earlier during the week we did ask what your guys' thoughts were, and we are going to read some of those comments. Um, the first comment is from Scott Fielder, and he and he states, "I think I think we are going to get something really special from Kevin Feige. It would it would be amazing to see him do a Darth Bane film. Uh, and I believe Brie Larson is already a huge fan, so she gets my vote. Uh, yeah, Scott. Yeah. So." Uh, for those who don't know who Darth Bane is, he was uh, he was one of the big Sith Lords in the Old Republic, and I could see them doing that. And then actually in the Clone Wars, uh, when um, there's a scene where Yoda goes to a Sith world, and Mark Hamill actually plays like the voice of him. You, you, you like you actually don't see him, but it's uh, it's it's very interesting. So for Darth Bane to come come back like that would be very cool to see and to and maybe that would be a good way to have the old republic come back because people have been asking for them to do a series of the old republic live and not do a video game because the video games are amazing but to do that as a series would be very interesting because of there's so much to do in the time before like the skywalker saga yeah and i think you can see that in the star wars like the the fallen jedi the, oh, the, oh, 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 video game that's going to be released. The Fallen Order. Yeah, the Fallen Order, not Fallen Jedi. Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. Yes. I feel like that is a nice segue because, I mean, there's a lot of people that want to see, like, the Old Republic or they want to see what was going on like, yeah. before everything right. that's happened. And, like, right now, Disney is, like, pushing for the Star Wars universe to kind of see what happens ex- after. Yeah, yeah, see what happens after. And we're like, no, no, yeah. no, go back, go back, go back, go back. Right. We want to see what happens before. Exactly, exactly. And I think Darth Bane is an amazing way for them to transition transition into it. So, yeah. I, like what Scott was saying, like Scott is just representative of just a ton of people who just want to see it. So, exactly. Disney, if you're listening, which you're 
<laughs> you better be. Uh, <laughs> make make a a pre Star Wars uh, series. Yeah, Galactic do Republic. it. Um, if it's not by Kevin Feige, um, have it done by somebody else. Because of seriously, like it's it's something that a lot of people were asking for. Give and, us what we want. And uh, and and then and then Scott was also talking about um, uh, Brie Larson. Now I've been um, I I was talking with David uh, about this. And I found it interesting that Brie Larson's been, you know, kind of dropping a bunch of pictures of her um, kind of holding a lightsaber or or her dressed up as a Jedi. And she's been dropping a bunch of those, like a bunch of those pictures on her Instagram. So it's it's just very interesting um, that then Kevin Feige was announced. And I mean, and since we're on the topic of yeah. MCU making its way into the Star Wars, oh universe, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about our good old friend Chris Evans. Yes, um, Chris Evans was in, an, he had an interview, and they were asking. Um, For those of you who don't know, Chris Evans is basically Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, Captain he America. He is Steve Rogers, so. and. Um, as if, I don't know if you've seen Endgame. I'm not trying to spoil it for you, but uh, Chris Evans is kind of kind of done. Yeah, with uh, the MCU, so he's got a lot of free time on his hands. And Kevin Feige, being how friends they are, he yeah. might want to might want to bring him on board. Yeah. And Chris Evans did say that he was completely interested yeah. in being in the Star, Star Wars of any kind. So you might see Chris Evans on that screen one day. But here's the question. Who would he play? Who, like, I have do no you idea. think it would be, like, a new character? Do you think it would be an old character? I think because, I think that Chris Evans has the face of a new character. Yeah, because of... Because I don't think he embodies yeah. anyone yeah, that we've no, already seen. Right, so, I mean, could you see him being a smuggler, a bounty hunter? Do you think he would be a Jedi? I think I it mean, would be really fun to see him as, like, a smuggler or a bounty yeah. hunter because Chris Evans, we just associate with this yeah with steve rogers and this really yeah. good guy and to see him on the opposite end of the spectrum would just be awesome right but um i could also see him as playing like like a goody two-shoes jedi right that's just i mean you look at chris evans face and you see oh like the force is with you like, right. he's a yeah. pretty just very positive and very good guy mm-hmm. but seeing him as the bad guy well not necessarily that bounty hunters are bad guys no but um, seeing him on that end of the spectrum would be way more interesting, in my opinion, because we haven't seen him in, in that arena before. Whereas many people might say that he is not as strong in that area as he would be in a positive as a as a positive role. Um, I disagree. I think that Chris Evans is a very flexible actor, and I really would like to see him in one of those future Star Wars projects. Yeah, yeah. future uh, Star Wars projects, and. Going back to Scott's comment about Brie Larson, I think that, uh, which a lot of people have been talking about doing, um, of them doing an, a live action thing with Ahsoka, and I think Brie Larson could could do the part. I think she could. Oh, I see that. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- they could do something similar with, um, I mean, I, I don't think they would because of, I think Brie Larson has a good voice, and I think that maybe she could try and not fully do an imitation of, of Ahsoka? Of the voice actress that does her, which is Ashley Eckstein. Right. I think that um, that she could do that, but at the same time, I think that they would do what they did in Solo, where they had Ray Park come back for that small role, like you know, where he comes up with the hologram, and then it's 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 Ray Park's body, but the person that's playing his voice is Sam is Sam Witwer, who plays him in the Clone Wars and the Rebels. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's about. his voice, so I could see them doing something like that. 
Yep, taking yeah, it's kind of like a like a collage of different like a voice actor and then the character. But you wouldn't want. I don't know if I want to see someone like dub the voice over top of yeah Brie Larson. I'd rather hear Brie Larson's, Larson's voice, voice than hear yeah. anyone else over top of her acting. Exactly. That'd be weird to me to see that. Like that's Brie Larson talk or like her, that's her mouth moving, but that's not her talking. Right. Um, and our next comment from our, um, from our Patreon is from, is Dylan Q and he states, I think Kevin Feige has the potential to move the future of Star Wars in very cohesive direction. The sequel trilogy has been fantastic, but there has been a sense of chaos in the new films. Not that chaos is bad. It would just be nice to have some real cohesion and, to see the new Star Wars mediums truly connect and pay off with one another. I think the rest of Skywalker will achieve this, but I'm excited to see what Feige can do. I don't think he's just going to stop at one film, to be honest. I think it will be testing ground, and from there he may have have more of an imprint. If it is just one film, then they will definitely bring back the faith in the Star Wars stories and one-off films. Very well said. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> wow. actually, I agree with that pretty much. Like I said before, I think Kevin Feige, uh, the way he took multiple different films and put and added them all together to make Endgame and Infinity War, I feel like he's going to do that, bring that magic over into the Star Wars saga. So, yes, I completely agree with that comment. Uh, who said that? Darth, Darth um, uh, Dido? Yeah. Uh, his real name is Dylan Q. Okay. But, uh, um, <laughs> sorry, Dylan. No, no, no worries. I but, mean, uh, yeah, I completely agree yeah. in the fact that I think Kevin Feige can bring his expertise without interfering with the already set ideas that the Star Wars saga has in place. I don't yeah. think he's going to disrupt anything. No, no, I don't think it will. I think he'll just add on to it and just keep adding on to it, just like he did with the MCU. And, and I think the, Star Wars community is great now, but it's just going to keep expanding with everything that they keep adding. Yep. Um, and then, so for our final, um, maybe uh, Kevin Feige will do a, a film about Darth Plagueis or something like that, or maybe Max Rebo. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> have an obsession with Max Rebo. He's so underrated, man. He's so underrated. But don't <laughs> don't, don't worry about like my obsession. Don't quote him. Yeah. Don't put um, him on the little blue guy um, from Cantina. Uh, he's, he's from Jabba's Palace, actually. Right. That's, the there, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I meant. You know what I meant. Um, and, he sees a little. I couldn't even remember. And we've... Oh, <laughs> we're talking after this. Okay. Um, uh, so we got one more uh, comment from, our, from one of our Patreon users, which is Jim Harper. Uh, he states that, I honestly don't know much of Kevin's work other than Marvel. Um, I'm not sure if... If he would be better at creating new characters and situation or go back to tell an early story of, say, before the rule of two, this is what I want to see. So he's talking about, like, the Old Republic. Right. I don't care to see any Marvel characters and stars necessarily. Wow. I'll, uh, mm-hmm. I'll finish with this. Star Wars sees to be handing out developing stories like Oprah gives away cars. I'm cool <laughs> with that. May the best storyline win. May the force be with you. I th- um. I kind of agree of what uh, of what Jim says. It's um, I don't think we're gonna see you know maybe Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, no, making a cameo in there. But I mean, it's 
It's just that how we were talking about Chris Evans and Brie Larson earlier is just that if it works, it works. Just don't put it in there to put it in there. And I think that's what I don't, I was don't, trying to say. Yeah, I don't – like you said, uh, Kevin Feige is pretty much only known – for, for Marvel. Uh, Marvel. Yeah. And because I don't think that he would do anything to hinder the storyline of Star Wars in his films. So I don't think he's going to no. bring over anything from MCU that wouldn't help right. the story. Like if Chris Evans, if he brought over Chris Evans and or Brie Larson, he's yeah. not going to do it for publicity of MCU. He's going to do it because it assists in the plot or the storyline or the character development. And I mean, honestly... Uh, Kevin Feige cares way more about character development and right. plot than he does about a cameo or his paycheck. Exactly. Kevin Feige's in it for the for the good stuff. Right. Obviously, we saw that in the MCU. So, Kevin Feige is a trustworthy gay. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Kevin Feige, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening right now. <laughs> uh, and then jumping to um, something that a lot of people have been talking about all week. Um, it's kind of emotional for some Star Wars fans because of no one really knew completely about the deal between Disney and Lucas, but with the new book that just came out, um, which is about Bob Iger's life, he talks, um, he talks about how George Lucas kind of felt portrayed, um, when they made the deal. And it's so... Basically, what happened was that... Give me the scoop. Yeah. So, George Lucas made these scripts for episodes 7 through 9. And Bob Iger said that he would buy the scripts from them, but he he's not guaranteed... But he said that he wasn't going to guarantee that... He kind of twisted it yeah. around to make it seem like they were going to use it yeah. in, in reality... Everyone knew that Bob Iger wasn't going to. Yeah. So before they started filming, George Lucas then was kind of there to like read the scripts over. And he's like, this was not really anything that I gave you guys. This is not what I gave you. (laughs) Right. So, so, and then he went and saw the film when it came out and stuff. And, and he said he wasn't, you know, he didn't like it because it just felt like it was the same thing um, as a new hope pretty much. And there are a lot of similarities to it because, you know, there is like the, there's the Star Killer trench run, which is like the Death Star trench run. Right. Um, there is Ray, who is on a desert planet, uh, um, and then you know goes on the Millennium Falcon to go on an adventure with Han Solo, just like in New Hope. Luke was on a desert planet. There are yeah. very many there are a lot of in the films. similarities. And if you've seen anything in Star Wars that involved yeah. at all, you know exactly what we're talking about, right? But at the same time, it's just like so many people liked it because of. People love going back and feeling like they're, you know, back in the glory days of something. So that's why most people love Force Awakens because it's just like, oh my gosh, it's it's Star Wars, it's back. But then you go to The Last Jedi and Last Jedi is completely different and that's why I got such a big backlash because of it just – it just a, a, a lot of people say, you know, it's not Star Wars. Um, it's it's not my Star Wars. It's Disney Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. and, and – Personally, I think The Last Jedi was necessary because now we're to episode nine. And no one likes the in-between movies or the in-between episodes where well, you I, have to compare the, or yeah. the plot moving. And there's always like the, the scenes in movies where no one really likes it because there's no action going on. Right. The Last Jedi, it's necessary because it's the development stage of Rey. And it's the development stage of a lot of different characters. And 
whereas in the first Star Wars, The Force Awakens, there's just a lot of action. And then, of course, there's a Star Killer base. And then now we're going to see in The Rise of Skywalker, which is the collection of those two first two films coming yeah. together in the finalization of it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are like hesitant about it. They're like, is it going to be like anything like Rise of, or is it going to be like anything like The Last Jedi, or is it going to be more like Force Awakens, or is it going to be something completely different? Yeah, it, and just being its own thing. So, and honestly, I'm hoping it's yeah. a, it's its own thing. I'm I'm hoping to see a bunch of familiar faces, but at the same time, I don't um, I don't want it to be you know as completely crazy and different as The Last Jedi was. But I also, I mean, I just want them to find that in between where mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, yes, this, and then it's like, oh, this is different. This is cool. So I'm just hoping that they find that in between. And I know you mentioned this in an earlier episode, but uh, there are a lot of things that are coming together in this final film, and it's the last one of the entire yeah, it's saga. The last so one. they're going to go all out. Yeah. They are going to have that care to do that thing that you've always wanted to do. Exactly. They're going to have that one fight scene that you've always wanted to see, but they've never given it to you. Like they're like C three PO, like C three PO holding his bowcaster. It's just like with Terminator mode. Just when literally in the background you see Babu Frick, just like yeah, yeah. I did that. And it's like <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Babu Frick. <laughs> and but um, like in the scene that D twenty three dropped, like with the, the star destroyers that are uh, in, in formation. Over it's so the, crazy. The lightning. I mean, you see that scene, yeah. like you just get chills because yeah. you, you know that what you're about to see is a culmination of the of the entire saga just right. entering, and it's going to be the finalization to that one film. It's right. going to be like a hallmark for right. the entire saga. So, do you think that George Lucas kind of had the right to? to kind of feel that way. Oh, I mean, 100%. Because I, I think I he know. did. Yeah, he did. Because he he would not have given up the right. rights to Lucasfilms had yeah. he not been promised that they will use the script yeah. and the storyline that George Lucas had made. Because George Lucas, I don't know if you knew this, but he wrote uh, the, <laughs> the films of the first six. Or not the, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So he kind of had this idea of what needs to be said and what yeah. needs to be in the film, and then when they bought Lucasfilm, yeah. uh, they kind of just uh, put in the recycling bin. Do you think, um, from jumping from from when they announced that Disney bought Lucasfilm to now, do you think that they've done a good job? I feel like they've done an adequate job. Like I give them like a solid C plus. C plus. Okay. Um, right. It's a passing grade. Don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's a passing grade. Yeah, it's but. A passing. Um, I really wish that I could have seen a little bit more of what George Lucas was talking about. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I pretty much trust what George Lucas puts down on the page to be pretty good. Yeah. In terms of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So the fact that, um, I mean, they had they had George Lucas's script, his manuscript, yeah. and they were like, let's not use it. And I went, Whoa. Well, and, I, and, 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 and I think one of the reasons why is because they, they kind of wanted to go in a different direction, but they didn't. They didn't go. I mean, they sort of did, but at the they same time, a they... They occurred yeah, from what George Lucas wanted. Yeah, they started off with doing something very, very similar, and they kept going, and then at the end, they kind of changed by the, it Yeah, by the time they were going, they were heading north, and then they ended up going west. Right. Because right. that's just how it went. Right. So it's, When I would have preferred like a, a northwest, you know what I mean? Right. It's now just going too far. <laughs> so I think that that George Lucas did have the right to to get upset, but at the same time, you know, he sold the company, he signed the papers. So um, he, I mean, I think I think where Star Wars is right now is where it should be. Um, 
not counting the last Jedi because <laughs> because I like I said I personally I I think it was necessary. It's not one of my favorite out of all of them, but right, but yeah. I just think it was necessary. It was a development film yeah. for the characters and the plot. Yeah. So and I think episode nine is going to blow everyone away. And on top of that, I'm th- and. What some people don't know is that when these new films, new projects, anything comes out, George Lucas like does come and visit the set from time to time to see how things are. So maybe he does kind of put his input. And um, but as we noticed before, they don't projects. really they don't really do much with his input. Right. So I I don't right, know because if, he's no longer technically the owner of Lucasfilm. So I mean, anything I would and that yeah. George Lucas would tell me to do, I would take as gospel, and I would. I would do that. Well, but yeah, because I mean, Disney George is Lucas. like, we're Disney. We got this. Right. And then George Lucas is like, I'm George Lucas. I got this. Right. So, and yeah. So I think that uh, Disney is kind of treading on dangerous waters. And like, they just finished that deal with Sony, with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, where so yeah, Disney, because now he's officially back in the MCU. Now he is back in the MCU. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, so Disney, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, they've been around for a while. Yeah. But George Lucas is, I mean, Star Wars. He made it what it is today. Exactly. So I hope that uh, Disney heeds a little bit of his advice. Yeah. I mean, I know they're not going to listen to all of his advice. Obviously, they yeah. haven't. But I hope that uh, in the future, or if they haven't already, they should do it. Exactly. Disney, do it. Uh, speaking of which, um, for for The Rise of Skywalker, there was a, there was a couple new... Um, pictures that were released from Empire Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a picture that shows um, that shows Kylo and what looks like a hanger, mm-hmm. and he's kind of using the Force to hold himself down. And then you look to the right, and there's like a bunch of stormtroopers flying back. So most likely, this is the Falcon taking off, and um, and and the engine blast is kind of pushing everyone back. And in this picture, Kylo looks really. Really pissed, actually. <laughs> it's quite dramatic the way his hair is just flowing back. But if you, I mean, if you yeah. look at these stormtroopers, I mean, there's what like 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 even like thirty feet back, there's yeah. like stormtroopers on their butts, and he's just holding yeah. himself down. There's a course. there's a bunch of um, just stormtroopers flying back. Now I've heard some some other stuff of that. Possibly it's the First Order versus the Empire because of you see that picture in the D twenty three special look where it shows. Um, it shows a bunch of Star Destroyers, like classic Imperial Star Destroyers. Right. So it, it could be the First Order versus the Empire. I, I'm um, going to lean more but, towards the Millennium But I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm leaning towards the Falcon more like, kind of blasting out of that hangar. But then the question um, is, why are they in that hangar? Like, did they have to rescue someone? Did they sneak on board? Which I don't think they snuck on board because, you know, it's the Millennium Falcon. Like I said <laughs> so, before, there are many different theories. Yeah, so so it's it's, I mean... With everything that they drop, they're showing a lot, but at the same time, they're not because yeah. it's 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 they're, like they're leaving it up to speculation. So many speculations, and one of the other pictures that they dropped was the, um, the front cover of Empire. Yep, the front cover of Empire. Covers, I should say, yeah. there's two of them, and which doesn't show that much. Um, we don't pull it up, but I saw it earlier. But it's a new look of, of the Knights of Ren. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, and they look very interesting. A lot of people are speculating that uh, Dominic Monaghan, who's very well known for playing the Hobbit, uh, uh, his name, uh, the Hobbit Hipparion, um, he's from the Heart of the Rings, um, of that character, but he's but the actor's mostly well known for that, and then he's also lost as well. Uh, so I think that. That 
he that the Knights of Ren are going to have a. I'm hoping to have a big part in the Rise of Skywalker just because of they've been hyped up. I feel like they're going to have the equivalent of the Death Troopers. Yeah, in the film, but uh, I feel like they're not. They're, I don't think they're going to play as big of a part as you would like them to. Okay. to be honest. Well, but I feel like they will play it decently. You do see him on that new planet, um, uh, on the desert planet where they are, where the main characters are too. So they will probably going to have some type of intervene with the main characters because, you know, like I said, this is, this is the last one. So of course the Knights of Ren. Um, are going to and they? I don't know what I. Well, I mean, I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at them right now, and I have before, but it just really. I don't. I get this like somewhat samurai vibe from these guys, right? And like this one right here that's holding like this giant like, kind of axe chainsaw, like yeah. flamethrower thing on his arm. Um, they're crazy. Looking. Well, I well, there's a lot of speculation that 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 some of the Knights of Ren are uh, are some of the Jedi that were part of. Uh, they are some of the Jedi that was Luke's order when Luke, oh when he was training he, yeah under yeah Kylo. so when Kylo that makes sense all of his classmates just joined him yeah so that's cute well there's part of the weapons in there um it's some type of axe type thing yeah it's, yep it's that the one the staff one yep yep it, it, it's the staff it's the axe now 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 that same type of weapon you can actually see in in Solo the movie in Dryden Voss's office. So I like how, oh yeah, yeah yeah so it's 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 really cool that they're kind of I mean who knows if it's the exact same one but it's just cool same model, that same you know idea. that people are tying things in with the that's other very evident the other. we'll see that a lot in like Galaxy's Edge like there's so many details so many there. Easter eggs are going to be at Galaxy's Edge and that's I'm telling so you where we are definitely going to make that down and yep. we'll have um we'll probably have other special down to the guests. blaster mark we'll get it done. yeah and we'll probably have other special guests with us that we work with um, over at Olivia Branson Company. Yep. So that's really exciting. Uh, and and then there's one other final picture, which which IGN posted, um, and it's our first look at the cockpit of of the ship that the Mandalorian um, is a pilot of. Right. So and, um, the ship's called. It's called a Razor Crest. Yes, the Razor Crest, and the ship is very similar, um, I guess, to some of the classic Star Wars ships. Um, more similar to the Wookiee crafted. I can't pronounce that. <laughs> uh, the Tuck class class gunships. class gunships. So, which it's like a it's like a a dual engine gunship. Yeah, it's got the same idea, but this one, the Razor Crest, is a little bit bigger. It has more yeah. cabin space. Um, well, he, and well, we, always, we, don't, yeah. we don't get much yeah. uh, from this one photograph that IGN released. But no. when you can s- tell from the exterior of Razor Crest that there's obviously the cockpit, and then there's a lower uh, bay section where, and there has to be all the room. I mean, how else is he going to carry all those bounties and carbonite? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So it's got to be at least eight feet tall. That oh, would be. <laughs> yeah. And speaking, speaking of that, carbonite. Yes. <laughs> let me pull you up that have quick. been very picky about this since I've got here, but it's it's, it's crazy. It's it's canon. It's happening um, because it was so announced with yeah. him, but. Mandalorian on, oh, the, on, the Star, on the Star Wars page, the Mandalorian. There yeah. is the D twenty three twenty nineteen expo with six highlights from the Mandalorian. Yeah, 
Uh, and there's a lot of them, including the uh, the Stormtrooper buckets on Pikes, Pikes. Uh, the Razor Crest taking flight. flight. Yeah. Um, or, and then the last one that really caught my eye was a Bounty, which was uh, Frozen and Carbonite. And then uh, Colin told me that that is someone that we saw in the Star Clone Wars Clone Wars. Seriously. His name was Morali Val. Say it for me. Uh, no. Never <laughs> so Morali Val appears to be Frozen and Carbonite Morali as Val, he man. was a bounty of the Mandalorian. Now, I'm going to just click on this real quick yeah. so I can get a better look at it. This, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the Clone Wars. Um, that w- It was from the episode where uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi goes undercover and yeah. they try to kidnap Chancellor yeah, on Naboo during like a celebration. Yeah. And then Morali Val is with Cad Bane and then a couple other characters. Yeah. But mostly I'm talking about Morali right here. He is frozen in Carbonite. And this was confirmed, right? Yes. By who was it? I believe it was a couple of people and um from the Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's been confirmed that this is Morali Val frozen carbonite. My question is is what <laughs> my question is what? Because I'm I've seen Clone Wars a couple times. He's a small dude. He's a little fella. Yeah. Car- he's probably like I mean probably yeah. like like four or five between four or five and five. Right. He's a little fella. And he's frozen in carbonite yeah. and it's the same unit that you see Han Solo frozen in. Um, and, uh, the last, no, oops, you know what I mean? A new hope. But, um, what I'm looking at is Morali Vol. He, it looks like he's taking up the entire section of the frozen carbonate. And I'm just wondering, did they realize how tall Morali Vol really was? Cause Morali Vol has like basically the equivalent of two heads. Yeah. Of how big his head is. But yeah. I'm wondering where the second half of his head is. Cause I know that this is like, it is probably thing. on the other side. It's, I don't know. It just. Yeah, it well, does not look like him to me. Well, I don't know. Maybe they had him staying on a soap box or something when he put him in carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me give you a booster to freeze your home. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's put him down in the yeah. frozen in the carbonite yeah, yeah. chamber with a booster seat. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> let's put Morali Wall on a booster seat, Colin. Mm-hmm. Well, well, okay. Well, I mean, it's obvious that Star Wars is very detail oriented. Yeah. You can tell. When they bring up old characters like Morali Fall or like specific weapons that you see with the Knights of Ren, yeah. seeing him in solo, there are a lot of different details. And it's amazing to see that, like uh, this photo right here of where you can see in the background, he is battling out with what appears to be Death Troopers. Yeah. Um, and the caption caption is Death Troopers? Yeah. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> and um, it's just really cool to see overlapping in, throughout the universe yeah. within films, TV series. I just wanted to point that out before we moved on. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for, for The Mandalorian. I think it's going to be great. Again, uh, for any toys for The Mandalorian, for The Rise of Skywalker, including the Jedi Fallen Order, which there's stuff that we still need to talk about that. Um, uh Get in line for that because on the day before, <laughs> yeah, like on the day before, um, bring a tent. I guess most targets aren't doing that. Well, I, I well, apparently all targets are not doing the um, the overnight stay thing where they open at midnight. They are going to be opening at this is a Black Friday, yeah, it's uh, not a Black Friday event, yeah, but it should be, yeah. So they are not opening at midnight. They are going to be opening at normal hours at 8 a.m. But if you want something, you need to be at the doors at like maybe before because people are like, oh, no, people won't do that 
fans will because people will go and buy the stuff and then sell it for more on eBay. Yeah, and because there are truly, people like that. truly will be doing that yourself. So you can definitely. Oh, count. you? Yeah. You will. Wow. Okay. Uh, I get out. Get out. I, have <laughs> get out. <laughs> I but, should yeah. go now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it may not be in every, like you don't, I mean, if you live in like a small town, you don't yeah. have to worry about it. But if you're like living in downtown Manhattan or if you're living in Chicago or a bigger city, yeah. you're going to want to get in line. Yes. Before. Because all these stores are going to be hot. All of them are. I remember, um, and if you don't for, believe us, just go on uh, eBay on October 5th and then try to buy one for like yeah. $150 or yeah. something like that. So my like, main thing that I want is, is the Mandalorian Black you want Series. The Black That's Series. the one I want. Um, I do like anything that involves Black Series just because I'm a huge fan of detail-oriented work. It's it's amazing. Uh, but let's jump to the to the to Chet F1 order. There was a new trailer that dropped for it. It's the final trailer. Um it's labeled Castian's. Uh, um, uh, it's it's labeled um, the Castian's uh, mission, and um, it's it's pretty cool. Um, there is this type. Um, not. I'm sorry. Not. Um, Cal's. Yeah. Yeah. Cal's mission. It it kind of shows uh, them. Um, it kind of shows them going through. Uh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, but yeah, so it kind of shows him going through this this process of meeting all these new characters. He's on the ship. He's like kind of terrified because he um, because if he just encountered a Sith Inquisitor, and it looks a lot of it, it really looks like he's going to be diving diving into the history of of the Jedi and the Force. Because there's so many scenes where it's showing him kind of going through these temples. He's got his little buddy with yeah, him. Oh man, yeah, I am excited for this game, and and we go to a bunch of different um, different planets, but also um, familiar planets. There's also him riding like this kind of bat creature type thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what the name of that thing is? I'll no, figure that out. Uh, and then there's a couple of Sith Inquisitors. Um, that we've seen in the comics, and there's one in there. If you go back, uh, we are kind of rewatching the trailer, like just bits and pieces of it. But there's a clip where it shows one of the Sith Inquisitors. He is this big guy, yeah, yep, this r- one. right there. He's like the size of the Hulk, man. Like he's huge. He's a big fella. Yeah. So, and and on top of that, they are giving him a lightsaber. So, so imagine the Hulk with a lightsaber. Like that's wild. Like of just someone of that size. So, so it's I, kind of funny to see him in full. Yeah, <laughs> like he's wearing a uniform. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing armor. He's got like a visor on. He's this giant dude. So a little small. Yeah. So I am excited for this game. I think the game is going to be amazing. Um, uh, there's there's so much that they can do with this game. Um, it is five years after the Revenge of the Sith, so it's it so it's so it's fresh after Order sixty six. Um, he is. You know he's 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 trying to contain himself from what who he used to be, which was a Jedi, and now they're all getting hunted, and and I think there's so many new characters in this game that are going to make fans want more, and it's just so cool that 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 we keep seeing more more stuff that we thought we knew, but that but but we don't. It's it's 
it's going to be cool to, to kind of dive in and see old, old familiar faces like, like saw, like saw Guerrero. They actually had Forrest Whitaker come back and he's playing the voice of him. It's when you like actually play the game and stuff, it's going to be his face. It's, it's, it's incredible. So I think it's going to be really cool of seeing so many different and, and familiar things. Um, and I can't even pronounce this. I'm just looking at the name of that winged uh, animal you were talking about from the phone. What's it called? Um, it's called the Gorg- Gorg- Gorgara. Gorg- the oh, do not ask the kid that that starters to say that. I can't pronounce that. Pyrodactyl. <laughs> uh, um, it's kind of like a like a pterodactyl, but they're like, let's make it different. It's a pyrodactyl. It's like a giant bat, pretty much. It's Gorgara the pyrodactyl. Yeah. It's a giant bat. Yeah. It looks kind of like an owl. So we actually see him riding it in the trailer, and then you also see him seeing like him fight it, too. So it's, I'm kind of interested in what that's going to be about. But also, in video game news, uh, last week, the update for Star Wars Battlefront 2 dropped, which oh, is... Crap. All right. W- which they... Now you can do instant action. They've added the planet Felucia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also added a new four-player co-op mode where you can play with four with three other friends online. And mm-hmm. then you – and it's not that you're playing against other players, but, but the it's, opposite it's team AI, is AI. But, uh, and it's so much fun. I've been playing um, – It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, when you like play like uh, like a Call of Duty like first-person yeah. shooter game and you yeah. go into the co-op. Right. Uh, you can play online or offline with AI, but right. they have like different missions and objectives that you have to follow mm-hmm. within, and it's really cool. To, you can play with friends online and uh, with all these different objectives and all these different uh, characters and the adaptations that they've made, and they have uh, new designs for like characters. Yeah. What do they call that? Uh, skins. They have new skins yep. for yep. Like, the clones yep. that I've been taking. Every single of. like. Like mostly all your favorite clone legions are going to be in there. Like the five hundred first, the the three hundred and twenty seventh, the two hundred and twelfth, yep. the wolf pack. Like They're it's all in there. yeah, it's 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 so even the ones that you might not uh, even know about are in there. Yeah, so I am so happy that I pretty much stick to the rangers. I like the the oh yeah, the, I really like the camouflage of it. Yeah, most people don't. No, because they don't like me wearing the camouflage no. because, like, if I'm on like a planet like a sheik, yeah, and if I hide in like a, a tall brush, you cannot see me. No, if be, I stand still, you cannot see me. Uh, and they also heaven. added to where you can now have different skins for the droids as well. Yep, so, like a Geonosis. They actually have one where it's like camouflage too for them. But yep. and then they have the training. Yeah, that one. I was like, that sounds like a bad idea because it's it's got a target like in the middle of the chest, right? But that's a big Easter egg because of um, that. Though that that droid skin is actually from when the clones are training, training. on Kamino. Yeah, I thought about that as soon as I saw that. I was yeah. like, "Isn't that from Clone Wars?" Yeah, do you see it in the Clone Wars episode where Tano Squad is like training? Yep. Yeah, so I was like, oh, "And then it's '99." Awesome I love that episode because it uh, just gives you a little bit more of an idea in the background of right. what happens on Kamino, other yeah. than just the birth and stuff. And so. Training. And something else exciting happened for us is that we 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 just launched our gaming channel, which is SWS Stuff, uh, and that's in all caps. And this is just for Xbox right now, but we are going to be launching that on our PS4. So when when Jedi Fallen Order comes out, we'll be doing live streams of um, uh, of the game and kind of doing 
walkthroughs for it. And also, some on some days, we'll probably establish like certain days during the week of where... You can come play with us. Yep, you can come play. You can play with us on Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, we've only had it for like a, not even a week. Yeah. Like, we've already taken quite a good advantage of yeah. SWS stuff on Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. As yeah. well as, I mean, if you want to join us on other games, that's we might do that. But pretty much just Battlefront Front 2. 2 for now because yep. that's, that's pretty much really like the biggest co-op. But, uh, until like maybe until like Fall in Order. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's a single-player game, so it's it's not going to be right. co-op, yeah, but, uh, unfortunately. But, I mean... We would... But, could we really, could really, we probably release uh, videos and stuff like that, Oh, maybe. yeah. Yeah, for our YouTube channel. Yep. That'd be definitely um, something we would do in the future. But, yeah. But if you want to hop on... Yeah. We might be on tonight. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I'm tired. Long week. Uh, but, yeah. The, uh, I believe that's everything, really. We... We covered a lot. We did do a lot today. Uh, there was a lot of toys, a lot of a lot of stuff that's been dropped, and yeah, a lot of stuff to cover. There's always a lot of stuff to cover in the Star Wars universe because you never get everything. How, how are you looking forward to the most? Like out of all the stuff coming um, up, I was actually super excited. I I actually collect uh, Black Series okay. uh, stuff. You've seen my collection; yeah, it's yeah. pretty extensive. Um, and I'm kind of excited on October 4th to be able to get the opportunity to get a couple more of those in my... Get in line now? (laughs) Yeah, get in line right now to add to my my armada of figures. I do a lot of... I have more die cast than I do figures, to be honest with you. I just... I don't know. I just like them more. Oh, no. I I, I completely understand that because of their... Like we've talked about, yeah, and the, they're so detailed. Black Series and Lego have the ATST from the Mandalorian, which is different from like the regular ATST you might yeah. see in like the the original trilogy, right? Because it has like distinctive like paint on it mm-hmm. and uh, distinctive like logo and figures on it. But uh, so I'm I might consider that. But I also imagine it's got a decent price tag on it. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, money is no object. It's Star Wars, so you know, <laughs> you know, it's going to be pricey. Yeah, and after that, maybe I'll just go on like a, <laughs> maybe I'll go on the Star Wars cruise. Yeah. For like what three thousand dollars? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Like for that, six thousand. Yeah, that was um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, three thousand um, per person. Like for, for two, two days, yeah. It's just like what, but worth oh, it though. So it totally crazy. worth it. It would be worth it. It'd if I had it. money to spend, I'd spend it on that. Yeah. Uh, what's your like favorite upcoming project? Like, like um, the Mandalorian Kenobi. I um, the, am. The I of show. them all, I probably rank like Mandalorian at the top. I'm a super excited. Okay. I'm also really excited for uh, Kenobi because, to be honest with you, I'm gonna hop on the bandwagon and say that he is my favorite Jedi Dude. of all of. Jedi. It's Kenobi. Like I, I love I mean, Kenobi. I, lo- I mean, I like Qui Gon. Qui Gon Jinn is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of the other guy's name. <laughs> oh, oh, this is unfortunate that I can't remember this. Anakin? Epi- no, and no. In Episode Three, he was in the Clone Wars. He was uh, Soka Tano's like Plocoon. Yes, I love. <laughs> why couldn't I remember that? Plocoon's I love amazing. Plocoon. I love Plocoon. And when he died in Episode Three, I just lost it. I went, why? <laughs> Yeah, well, I um, uh, uh, he died so quick. Yeah, it's uh, I I love how everything is so connected. It's so crazy. So for for Kenobi, I want to see Hayden Christensen come back for Anakin. I want to see Liam Neeson do like the, <laughs> like like just, like just come back as a ghost for like to to yep. talk to Kenobi. Yep. Have a live action kind of flashback scene in the Clone Wars. Have someone become Ahsoka, and have them wearing 
like the OG like Clone Wars costume. Yeah, what's Brie Larson at? Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> so there's there are so many possibilities, and and that's an important thing with Star Wars is that you know anyone can be anything, and that and just when you think they're done, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> and if you put your mind to, you can accomplish anything, and that's what Star Wars is: is that you. It's ah, which is probably why it's so popular among exactly all so. these films and the universe itself. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Do we? I think we. I think we. It was a good episode. We covered yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah. All the new stuff. Where? Uh, um, where can people find you? On, uh, on, oh, on you can it. find me on Instagram under mrb underscore five three, Mister B underscore fifty three. Uh, and if you want to find me on Snapchat, it's just Matt underscore Boltice. Right. But uh, yeah. And then if you have any like comments or you want to see us talk about stuff in the future yeah. episodes, you can comment on Patreon or you can find uh, us on our YouTube channel. Yeah, on our, our YouTube channel, on our Instagram. We get around. Um, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. 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 We we love hearing from you guys. We love and the more you guys. talk, the more we want to talk. Exactly. <laughs> I could literally talk about this forever. Yeah. And, and we uh, probably will. I'm and actually I'm I'm very glad that, that we had the chance for you to come on here because of because of when this is not the last you've heard. About. Oh no, I <laughs> hope not. Because of we talk about this at work, and and well, even when we're not at work, when we're yeah. at home, he texted me like, "Hey, you see this? You yeah. see, you, they just dropped the new D twenty three. I was like, "Yeah, I'm watching it right now." Yeah, yeah. So it's Colin keeps me up to date, and I keep Colin up to date. <laughs> if 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 there's something that's been dropped Star Wars related, there's a pretty good chance, chance that, that we're both. texting each other about exactly. it as it's happening. Yeah. So and 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 again, this is just proof of you know. Star Wars brings people together. So, it does. Um, thank you again for coming on here, Matt. Appreciate You're very it. Welcome. Thank uh, you for having me. Um, next week, David, James, and Joseph will be back, and hopefully for the next episode, um, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure Liz is back because she loves doing this podcast, but she's been so busy lately with everything going on. So, I can't wait to have her back on here too. Um, uh, again, thank you everyone for listening. My name is Colin. I'm Matt. Have a good night. May the force be with you. Always.